This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1440. Avoid confusion with two opposite ways to use off. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, we have Aubrey on the show for our first episode in our series on contronyms. What happens when the word off can have two completely opposite meanings? Find out how to navigate this English trap today. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Aubrey, how are you doing today? What's going on? I'm great, Lindsay. Not much here. I've been dealing with online school for my kids. That's oh my pretty gosh. much taking over my life. <laughs> I'm sure I a lot of our listeners know what that's like. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going through that. And I really respect what you guys are doing. I can't imagine having kids in online school right now. So <laughs> quite so a challenge. Hard. Especially for young kids to keep them engaged in a screen like that. Yes. It's rough. And the teachers are doing the best they can. It's they just really difficult. Are. It's difficult for everybody, but we're managing. Man, 2020 is the year that really challenged the whole world, I think, in exactly. so many ways. Seriously. It's so true. Absolutely. But it's exciting to be back on Allers English. It's been yeah. a little while since I've been over here, so this is I fun. Know. We're happy to have you back on the show, and we're excited to have you here a few times this, this fall or more than a few times. Yes. Guys, we're happy to have Aubrey here because we are here for a quick little series, in this case, on contronyms. But let me start by asking you a question here, Aubrey. Are All you right. ready? Yes. Okay. So have you ever had the experience where you have said a word in another language that you didn't mean, you know, what you intended, like you didn't mean what it actually said, like you intended oh. something different? And the meaning was different. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have a funny story. So okay. I was living in Montreal, Canada, mm-hmm. and um, most people in Quebec speak French. In Montreal, there's a hodgepodge of lots of different languages, people from everywhere. But yeah. I was in the home of a French family. Okay. And I said to them, um, accidentally, I can feel the death in your home. <laughs> Because I meant to say love. I can feel the love in your home. And those two words are so similar. It's love is l'amour and death is l'amour. And if you say the vowel a little bit differently, you know, off, (laughs) say the wrong thing. And I could tell I said something wrong because they stopped and sort of looked at me like, is that really what you meant to say? (laughs) 
I love that is such a good example. It actually does remind me of one example that I experienced in Japan because in Japanese, the word kawaii and kawaii. So kawaii, I believe, means crazy and kawaii means cute. And I think people, natives, um, like non-native speakers of Japanese would always mix them up. And it's these little words that. that really trip us up, right? Yes. That's so funny. So, Aubrey, you, did you live in France as well I as did. Montreal? Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Right after um, my freshman year of college, I moved to Belgium and I was a nanny for several months and really became fluent in French because I had taken all of these classes through high school and college and I moved to Belgium thinking, I'm yeah. going to be so fluent, I'm going to be able to speak. And then I could understand oh, that's nothing right. and I couldn't okay. speak. And yeah, so I went to Belgium and then I was in France after that, traveling, oh. and I uh, went on my honeymoon to France, and we were able to stay for a month, which was oh, bliss. Very <gasps> cool. Okay, and that's where so you fun. really were able to dig in and really get yes. a hold of the language. You shared that on the web class a few months ago, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. Just that I just really wasn't able to speak until I was able to immerse myself yeah. and expose myself to the language and make friends, make those connections. So it's really, cool. once I stopped you know, using textbooks and studying grammar and started really trying to communicate with people. Mm -hmm. and forcing myself to speak and listen, that's when it clicked for me. And I started really being able to learn and understand. I love it. You came back to connection, not perfection. So good. So good. (laughs) I love it. So guys, I want to encourage you to go ahead and subscribe to this podcast because we have some super exciting things coming up this fall. Aubrey's going to get some very cool guest episodes going, some very interesting guests that will be on the show. So make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. All right. Very cool. So Aubrey, we're getting into contronyms, right? These scenarios where we say something and we mean something different. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. Contronyms are interesting. They're a homonym, which means a word with the exact same spelling, but a different Mm -hmm. meaning. But they are Mm -hmm. also antonyms, which means a word with an opposite (laughs) meaning. So they can really cause confusion and misunderstanding, miscommunication, if you don't know the two meanings, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure these exist in every language. Yes. And I'm sure they do. And I mean, the key to making sure we don't make these mistakes is actually making the mistake the first time. <laughs> exactly. And someone says, oh, that means this as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Exactly. So today we're going to talk about one that is extremely common in English. Mm-hmm. And you listeners may have noticed this before, or you might not have thought about it. But we're going to talk about the word off and the mm-hmm. fact that it actually has two meanings. It can mean off and also on, which can cause some serious communication problems. Yeah, this is cool because I think this will give our listeners kind of a different window into English because honestly, this is something I haven't thought about much. Um, And I doubt that our listeners have thought about it too much, but it's so key and it's so important. So let's get into it. So so the idea of the first way of of off is what? Again, Aubrey, what does that mean? Like Mm -hmm. deactivated, right? If we turn off a light or turn off a machine, we're deactivating it. That's the first meaning. You've likely Mm -hmm. heard someone say, turn off the TV or turn off the car, which means you're cutting its power. Anything electric can be turned off or on in English. Got it. And we can also say shut off, right? Shut off the TV or shut off the car. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Which do you say more often? Do you say shut off the lights or turn off the lights? I definitely say turn off the lights, but that's just my personal English, right? We all have our own kind of way of speaking. Do you say shut off or turn off more? 
I, I feel like I say them both equally. I was okay. thinking about this and I, where I grew up, they often say shut off, shut off the car, shut off. They don't really say shut off the lights. They say shut off the car, right. but turn off the lights. Isn't that mm. funny? <laughs> I wonder, yeah, shut off. Yeah, interesting. Fascinating. Okay. But so they both mean the same thing. Yeah, it just depends, like you were saying, sort of your own English, where you grew up, what you're used to hearing. But they mean yes. the same thing. Okay. So the first meaning, just to make sure I understand here and for our listeners, the first meaning of off is to deactivate, to shut down, to shut off, however you want to say it. But basically, you are turning off something. You, you are ending something, right? Yep, exactly. Okay. And okay. it's interesting to note that this really is more for... Um, you know, electronic things, things you can kill the power to. Because when we're talking about a fire, we would say, put out the fire. You don't yeah. say, turn off the fire or <laughs> shut off the fire, right? <laughs> Unless you have one of those electronic fireplaces, which some that's people true. Do. <laughs> Good point. And <laughs> then you actually- turn off the fire. <laughs> And then just to add a little uh, bonus for our listeners, we also do say kill the lights, but that's a whole nother episode for a whole nother day, right? Sometimes that's you can true. say kill the lights, right? That, that's, that would be a fun episode to talk about too. Yeah. But yeah, okay, that's an important point. So the first meaning of off is deactivate or end something. And then what would be the other way that we so, say? Yeah, the other is the opposite. It means to activate or turn something on. Oh my gosh. I know, which can be, it's so crazy. English is nuts. But you'd hear <laughs> this with an alarm. We would say an alarm goes off. It's always collocated with go or okay. went in the past. Mm-hmm. So that will help okay. a lot for you to know which one to use or how to use it, right? So okay. it has the same meaning as turn on, which mm-hmm. could be confusing if you're not aware right. of both meetings. Meaning mm-hmm. you could say, my alarm goes off every mm-hmm. morning at 6 a.m. Yeah. I wonder if it's also linked to things that we don't necessarily trigger. Like we triggered it, but at a different time, right? We set our alarm the night before. So yeah, it went definitely. Off on its That's own. That's a good point. Of. You just, nothing, you don't have to touch it because we would also say the smoke alarm went off yeah. when she burned her toast. Yeah. It's not Ex- something that you're physically triggering. Yeah. It's like kind of involuntary. It's due to outside conditions or something. Exactly. Um, or during a meeting, we might say, whose phone is going off? Right. Exactly. Interesting. Which I could see that being confusing for a non-native. Say, whose phone is going off? And they would think, right. you mean who's turning off their phone right now? Because you hear the word right. off and it confuse, <laughs> it's confusing. So, right. That's fascinating. Yeah. And and what do we do in that meeting if we're if we're confused about that? I don't know. It's awkward. It could <laughs> create some awkward list. situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So we want you guys to be aware that just mm-hmm. because you hear the word off doesn't mean someone's talking about something being deactivated necessarily. Yes. They could be talking about something that's turning on. Yes, I love it. This is so good. This is so good. So just as a side point for our listeners, are there any other kind of common idioms with the word with the preposition off? Yes, that we should know about. There's a couple, right? So we say if someone is becoming angry or hostile or yelling at someone, we can say they're going off on someone else. If you Mm -hmm. make him angry, he'll go off on you. Right. Have you heard this one? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, it's common, but it's actually very native and natural, right? It's not something that our listeners could find in any textbook or classroom. I don't think. No, definitely not. Hey guys, go ahead and hit subscribe to make sure that you never miss a single episode of All Ears English. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, Pandora, or any of the other podcast players. Just go ahead and hit the subscribe button right now. Thanks, guys. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, another example could be she went off on the driver who hit her car. And I think that the pronunciation here is important. She went off on the driver who hit her car. I'm kind of emphasizing the off a little bit. Yes. Yep, exactly. And that means she's verbally assaulting them. To go off on someone, it means you're yelling at them. Yeah. Uh And definitely we see this more in certain parts of the country than others, I think. (laughs) Namely, New York City. I think people run around on kind of a short string there in terms of their their patience. You know what I mean? But I think in places like the American West, like where you live and you know where I live, people are a little more (laughs) laid back, a lot more patient, I think. True, though I have still seen some drivers go off on each other, oh, <laughs> even in the West, no. right? Road rage. <laughs> oh, man, it reminds me of my days in Boston. I remember hearing people literally sitting on their horn sometimes oh, at like yes. 5 p.m. rush hour. Everyone's really stressed out. And they're just sitting on their horn. <laughs> it's so it's crazy. So funny. That's actually a really good expression, sitting on your horn. Where yeah. You're just like honking for so loud. Like, I like yeah. a little polite beep, beep. Yeah, <laughs> but get, not you know, like sitting on it, literally. Going. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, we have another fun Mm -hmm. idiom, though. Yeah. An expression to be off or to take off. What does that one mean, Mm -hmm. Lindsay? Yeah. So to leave kind of you're just you're on your way right here we go. Today's episode might be interesting in terms of prepositions here. If our listeners get the transcripts, they're going to see all these interesting prepositions. So here's an here's a sample sentence. If you don't need anything else, I'll be off. Or you could say I'm off. I more often would say I'm off. Yeah, right. I hear both, though. I say, all right, I'll be off. Interesting. I don't hear that as much. I will be off. I would tend to say, if you don't need anything else, I'm off. Meaning, kind of in the immediate future, I'm going to leave, but Mm. in the present tense. But I guess both ways work. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I do feel like it is. I think you're right that it's sort of evolving and becoming Mm. more even quicker, right? I'm off. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I'm off. Uh Yeah. Or what's another example? So you could, like, you might hear someone say, he took off a minute ago. And that mm-hmm. means he just left. He took yeah. off. Yeah. So again, guys, a very natural and native way. If you don't always want to say leave, right? Instead of saying he left a minute ago, he took off a minute ago. It's just more natural. It helps you connect with people better. Exactly. Right. Okay. I think we should do a role play. What do you think? I do think that. Yes, let's do it. So in this role play, what's happening, Aubrey? So we'll say that you and I, Lindsay and I work at okay. a retail clothing shop and we're closing at the end of the day and okay. having a conversation sort of about closing up. And we'll try to use as many of these expressions with off as we can. <laughs> okay, let's do it. So did you turn off? Did you turn the cash register off? Uh, yeah, we just have to shut off all the lights and then we can take off. Can you believe that customer that went off about us not having a public restroom? Oh, I didn't hear that. I think that is right when my phone went off and I had to take a call. He didn't stick around too long, just yelled at me, and then he was off. (laughs) Yikes, that has actually never happened to me. Sometimes people are annoyed, but no one has ever gone off on me. All right, I got the lights in the back, so I think everything is off. Okay, let's go. I have an early class tomorrow, so my alarm is going to go off bright and early. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We got a lot of them in there. (laughs) 
we got a lot of good stuff. So for our listeners, let's go through this real quickly and see yeah. where we used these contronyms. What do you say? Yeah. First, you said, did you turn the cash register off? Meaning just, did you deactivate it? Deactivate. Right? So Cut that's the power. meaning one, right? That's the yep. first meaning that we introduced. Okay. What else? And then I said, we just have to shut off all the lights, which again mm-hmm. means to deactivate them. And then mm-hmm. I said, and then we can take off. And that is one of those fun idioms, meaning then we can leave. Yeah, that's one of the bonuses. So can you believe, and then I said, can you believe that customer that went off, right? And I think that was mm-hmm. another one of our little bonus examples, right? To go off to explode, yep. basically. Means in anger. The, oh, kind of like how a, like a, a firework would go off or yeah. a bomb, a bomb <laughs> would go off. It's a good the, metaphor for a person mm-hmm. exploding. That's another example, though, of, of a contronym where it's exploding and it seems like it's deactivated, but it's it's that second meaning. I love that. That's yeah, right. firework. Mm. Yeah, so that means somebody yelled at you about us not having a public restroom. <laughs> yep, exactly. And then I said I didn't hear it because my phone went off, yep. which means that it is the opposite. It turned on. It started so, ringing or vibrating, and I had to yeah. take a call. So that would be that second meaning that we introduced, right, Aubrey? Yep, exactly. Ah, okay. He didn't stick around too long, just yelled at me, and then he was off. So that is one of those bonuses, guys, right? And then he left. Right? Yep. And then he 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 exited the store and went away. Okay. Yeah, luckily. <laughs> Sounds yeah, like you wouldn't want that to linger, that person oh to linger. Gosh. No way. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, no one has ever gone off on me. Same thing. That's how you would say, this has never happened to me that someone has yelled at me and been angry and exploded at me like that. Yeah. And then I said, all right, I got the lights in the back. So I think everything is off. In this case, it's the first meaning, guys. So deactivate it. Yeah. And that's such a native expression, too, to say, I got the lights in the back. You don't have to say, Mm -hmm. I turned off the lights in the back, Mm -hmm. right? That's the same. Mm -hmm. A native would just say, oh, I got the lights in the back. And I would know she meant she turned them off. Yeah. Super casual and natural. I love it. And then is there one more? Yep. The last one I was saying that my alarm was going to go off bright and early. And that's the Mm -hmm. second meaning that Mm -hmm. it's actually going to turn on. It's going to activate and sound and wake me up. I love it. This role play is super packed with value for you, for you guys. A really good learning tool. Just going back over this role, role play, you guys are going to want to get the transcripts and look at this more closely. This is really good stuff. Really good yes. stuff. Yeah. Um, Aubrey, have you ever worked in retail? Any kind of retail? I did. I worked at a sporting goods clothing store. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like all kinds of sporting goods, but also clothing when I was in college. What about you? Have you ever worked retail? Uh. No, I've worked in a in the restaurant. Like I worked at a brewery, so I served food, okay. but I've never worked in retail. And those are the two industries I feel like everyone should work in at one point in their lives. You know Just what I mean? To teach you to be Just nice to, to people yeah. who have to work there. It's hard. <laughs> it's rough. It's hard. Retail and food service, super hard, uh, especially in the U.S. You know, I mean, when you work in a restaurant, uh, waiters work off of tips mostly. And that's, that's a tough life. <laughs> yes, that's it tough. would be difficult. It, you, ha- yeah. you have to be so friendly and doing everything you can to because as soon as you make a mistake or something, then your tip oh, is going man. to go down and suddenly you're making no money. It's, that's yeah, rough. It's rough. So we have to respect people working in retail and the food service for yes, sure. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, this has been a great episode today, Aubrey. What's the takeaway for our listeners? What should we leave them with? Yeah, well, I think it's just important to note that 
natives have these types of misunderstandings too, right? It's inevitable. So don't mm-hmm. let the chance it could happen hold you back. Um, yeah. But you can minimize the chance of this happening in the future by being aware of common sources of mis- miscommunication like these contronyms. So, for example, with this it. one, once you know that off is used with these two opposite meanings, mm-hmm. you're much less likely to be thrown off by it. Oh, there's another one, thrown off. Oh, my gosh. Let it They're throw just you coming, off. Out, coming out of the woodwork here. <laughs> yeah, that would just mean thrown off, meaning confuse you or cause a misunderstanding, right? I love Don't it. let that happen. Now, mm-hmm. make sure you come back, read the transcript, listen again Mm -hmm. so that you're very clear on the meanings of these so that you understand when you hear natives use them. Definitely. And now that our listeners know that these exist, they can be looking for them, right? That's another piece of learning a language is looking for these contronyms in your language and just taking note of them as you're using them in two opposite ways. So good. Yes, so good. Exactly. And we are, we're going to do a little mini series on these, some mm-hmm. of the ones that are most commonly heard or used. So yep. definitely make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss those that are coming up. Definitely. And yeah, wherever you find podcasts, right? Make sure you're subscribed yep. to All Ears English. Exactly. And so we'll look forward to having you back on the show in a couple weeks for the next one in this series, Aubrey. Sounds good. Yes. Awesome. I'll see you then. All right. Very cool. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.